Grimera snakes. You are listening to Brothers of the Serpent podcast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, angels and demons, monsters and serpents to Brothers of the Serpent podcast, coming to you not live and and live from the 10 by 10 by 10 tangent cube of science, nestled amongst the dusty bones of an ancient seabed high atop the Ebers Plateau. We got uh, Darren D-Ron from Grimerica in here. Sup, cuck? Hey, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah, so he flew down from Scandinavia to hang out for the weekend, and, uh, We've just been chilling. We're going to go shoot some guns, do some Texas stuff with a Canadian. That's right. Yeah. But we wanted to get in the cube and uh, do a little podcasting because we're all podcasters here. And this way I can win the $5 bet with Graham. That's right. Five oh. bucks one. Five, Five bucks, bucks one. Coming, that, coming my way, Graham. We are here <laughs> podcasting. That's right. That's right. Snake bros don't mess around with that. We, we always make sure we get the podcast in. It helps that everything's set up already. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, we didn't have to. <coughs> yeah, we're just in the cube. So this is your first time going live from the cube? It is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you I go. I think so. Yeah, it's this true. is the it's first. kind of on a sketchy cell phone. But... <laughs> yeah. Hey. Grime is anyone Peach? watching? Uh, I don't know. Uh, ten people, it looks like. Uh, oh. Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> it's a weird time. I mean, I could see people having better things to do on a Saturday than yeah, yeah. listen to us. Most of the Snake Force is out doing, uh, I was talking to them on the Discord, and they're all out looking at ancient sites and finding arrowheads and stuff, too. So that's cool. I yep. seen Brandon was out looking at stuff in Montana. Yeah, Brandon's doing his... Shouldn't uh, it be winter in Montana? It is, yeah. I think seems it is. like... And I'll, Did well, you just check your watch to look for winter? Yeah, but it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> My watch is still on Calgary weather. Oh, okay. So it's four degrees in Calgary. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, what is it, like 60 here? It's 18. Yeah, it's 18 Celsius. Here. Celsius. For okay, the yeah. Uh, yeah. Celsius folks. All right, yeah, I don't even know be, what that means. Well, so for... It's, it's 18 silliness. <laughs> for a rough idea, I, I mean, you can get pretty close just times it up by two and adding 32. Oh, Hey, that's a great trick. You'll be a little high because it's actually 1.8. Okay. But two is is close enough. Cool. So 50 Celsius would be 132. 132 Fahrenheit. Ah. Uh, hey. So like for me, Thanks. like Thanks, Canadians buddy. would be dying at 40 Celsius, which would really be less than 112. Yeah, 112. Yeah. A little less than 112. Yeah. Yeah. Like which if it have... gets to 40 in Calgary, it's like. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have we have had days like that here. So. Yeah, we deal with that uh, every quite, year. Quite often. I was in Phoenix a couple of years ago golfing, and it went up to like 38, which would probably be, you know, in that 105 range. Yeah. And I could barely survive it. Like, yeah. it was like, whoa, man, this is <laughs> intense. <laughs> yeah. I had like a wet towel around the back of my neck the whole time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wet your clothes. That's, that's yeah. basically. Stay in the, in the river. One way we deal with it here is... But there's no water in Phoenix. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. The middle How did people end up there? Right? <laughs> crystals. I don't know. <laughs> we got to stop here because there's crystals here. Because I don't think... <laughs> yeah, it's got to be hard to survive in Phoenix, man. In like, in like July? Yeah. You need air conditioning. Well, yeah. I mean, think of the name. That's, that's why they named it that. Because yeah. every year they burn and die. Right. And then they're reborn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Burning Man. It's yeah. like living yeah. at Burning Man. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I wanted to talk to you about podcasting. How did so that's why you have to compress the shit out of it because all the levels are so low. Yeah, I keep the levels pretty low, and then so that's why you don't have the Dunlop mouth noises. <laughs> and that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the so I keep the levels low, and then I have a um, a side chain compressor. Uh, that I bust everything out to, so it's a single compressor. I bust everything out. Audio, then, audiophile baseball inside baseball. Here, yeah, folks. and then and then the bumper music is on, on a side chain compressor. Uh, that's what I meant. In other words, when you talk, if there's music playing, the music gets smashed by your talking. So and then, it's auto, yeah, it happens live. Basically. That way, you can with, have the music playing in the background, but you can always understand what the mm-hmm. what the words are. Yeah. So, but I learned that from a guy that did EDM, like he made. So I just fade, because on my, I I just fade out my music on my mixer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise But most of it I do in post, like, because I put all the actual bumper music in in post. Oh, okay. Yeah. We like I do have the ability to do it, but the reason I can is because I always add the little clip from the intro into the bump, the the intro bumper music from the interview. So I don't have that technically. I could, and, and we do the interview and the intro at different times. So it's not like I can bumper into the intro. I, I mean, I guess I could, if we had the music ready, I could have the song picked out, but then it would get weird because we all then the guests would just have to wait a minute. It's like, okay, we're gonna play the song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we like to be. I like to have the music going when you're talking through the intro and stuff, so that it's it's more realistic, you know. Yeah, you know that totally. way you're not. That way you're not. Welcome back, folks. While this badass music is playing really loud in the background, you're that's like, a- hey, what's going on, people? You know, like I think that's how Adam does it. You hear him, you know, when he comes in on no agenda, he's shouting. Over the music he's playing yep. live, yeah, you know, and it gives you that sort of energetic entry. That's uh, we're I not like that, that energetic. We have lazy ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but the, but the Grimerica podcast. How long you guys been doing it now? What's what's the? I guess it'll be. Has it been? It'll be seven years in uh, May. In May. For seven years, they do the podcast. Seven years in May. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be four hundred. The four hundred show is comes out next week. Ah, Next wow. Friday. That's that's a big deal. 400. Yeah. So I'll actually probably have to, if I'm going to have to wait to release this until after show 400 comes out. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to mess up the 400th episode <laughs> call-in show. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> but how did you guys get started? Like, you you, you both work at the same place, and you kind of, what? tell the story. Yeah, well, uh, it started because Graham got me listening to podcasts. I was sort of sick of listening. to I, I drive a lot for my job, and Graham came to work there. And I was like, I'm sick of the fucking radio. Yeah. So he's like, oh, you got to check out these podcasts. So I started listening to podcasts. That would have been probably 2012, uh, beginning of 2012, maybe late 2011, start listening to podcasts. I got pretty into those. And then... Uh, and then we went to the Paradigm Symposium in 2012. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And met Eric Von Daniken and Micah Hanks and Giorgio Suclos and all those guys. And then right when we came back from that, I was like, you know, I'd, then, then I had met a bunch of these podcasters. Yeah. When you're listening to them, at least when I first started listening to podcasts, I just pictured it as something different. You know, you assume everyone has a million listeners and it just yeah, seemed, yeah. the whole thing seemed kind of intimidating. And then you went and met all these people, and they were just normal people. So it's just yeah. like, oh, fuck, we could totally do this. 
So it took a while to convince Graham because he was like, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, we'll start with a website. So we started the Grimerica website on uh, December 21st, 2012. That's when we made the YouTube, hey, yeah. the YouTube channel, the web page, the Facebook page, all that stuff. You're like, I got a brilliant plan. <laughs> Let's start our podcast at the end of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, honestly, I had just gotten, had some loss in my life, too. My cousin had died, like, a week before that mm. on De- December 14th. So I was, like, grieving and all that. And So, I mean, in retrospect, a lot of it was probably a distraction. It's just bury myself in the computer for yeah, yeah. A, a week or two weeks. Build and the website. Make a website and a Facebook page and all that. Yeah. And then from there, I mean, it was always planning to be a podcast. In my head, I think by then, and then it took about three months to get Graham really on board with the podcast. Okay. And then we started, like, brainstorming it and and all that sort of stuff. It took us a bit to figure out all the logistics of it, what kind of show we were going to do. Yeah. Originally, we were just going to do a show where it was just us blabbing. And I mean, I, if like we, us. Yeah, if we, I don't know if we would have made it as far as we did with all our, like, other commitments, trying to do all the research and yeah, the yeah. books and everything else. But, uh, and then I was like listening to this pod. We were going to do an episode on Mars. I remember our first episode be on Mars. So I started listening to this other podcast by this Ephraim Palermo guy. He only had three or four episodes, but it was all in these stains on Mars he had discovered. Okay. That yeah. he said were water, that everyone said he was crazy for, which in 2013 or 2014, it turned out yeah. that, he, that he was right. He's right. Yeah. And he was saying this back in 2001. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Why don't we just interview Ephraim? Yeah. Instead of me taking all these notes, like, yeah, you know, I'll try and get a hold of Ephraim and see if he just wants to come on the show. And right away, he was like, yeah, no problem. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's our pilot episode. Yeah. We have zero <laughs> listeners. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and I mean, in a lot of ways, you have Ephraim to thank for that. That's because cool, if man. Your first couple of guests are like, no. Yeah. Then it's like all of a sudden it starts to get tricky to try and yeah, get you... this thing off the ground. So then we're like, yeah, well, let's do an interview show then. And then we can talk to all these people. And I mean, you know, it'll be great. There's a perfect idea. We can, it's yeah. the excuse to start talking to people. Right. So yeah, Ephraim said yes. So we interviewed him. And in the beginning, we couldn't even, um, I mean, I remember, so grandma, grandma would deny it, but like, it was so hard to drag this guy, kick it and scream and make a <laughs> podcast. Like when finally I convinced him to start making the podcast, he's like, no, he's like, all right, but I'm going to use a pseudonym. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was An gonna, alias. He was going to be the possibilionist genome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so people are going to be like, so possibilionist. <laughs> or what are they going to call you? Genome? Or what's like, well, how is a guest going to interact with you? And yeah. Then, and then finally he was like, it seems weird to ask people to come on the podcast if I'm not using a real name. Yeah. yeah. So we just ended up going with his real name <laughs> and finally made the podcast. And I think we recorded the first episode probably April 2013 and then released it. Did a lot of editing and all that for the first few. There was a ton yeah. of editing. I don't edit at all now. But there's a lot a lot more um and on in the beginning to, yeah, to yeah, get edited yeah. out. So the confidence gets up and the skill gets up and there's just less to edit anyway. But in the beginning, I was super nervous about it all. Yeah. So you're editing out and listening and edit and listen and edit and listen. and Yeah, and then so that was it. And, I mean, we were lucky. Our first show, we had a couple people share it. And the first episode got downloaded like 120 times. Oh, yeah. That's so, a big boost. So, like, like right crap. out of the gate, we had 100 listeners. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I don't know I don't know if that's how it works for most people. We were lucky Micah was sharing it and a couple people, so right away you had... 
Yeah, so the people you knew from people Paradigm, listening. Paradigm people were helping you out, and yeah. Micah Hanks is already a big podcaster. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, he yeah. was able to give us a little boost up, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, here we are, yeah. seven years later, and the audience has just kept growing, and the community grows, and yep. it's monetized to a certain extent. And Yeah, and you're following the uh, the value for value system. Basically, you guys don't do ads. You don't. We don't do ads. So I, I think it's even uh, we've kind kind of hybridized the value for value system. Okay. And I think like the next step of that is like as we start to expand our whatever you want, whatever it is, community and everything else. Like we started doing the conferences. Yeah. It was like instead of monetizing the audience, which is what I think ads do, you turn your audience into the product. Yeah. And uh, you know so. Because the value for value model has its limitations. Like, unfortunately, we do only get a one percent support rate. Yeah, so, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. We are. I'm good friends with other podcasters that are, you know, making a good living at this. And whereas Grab and I still have to work full time, right? Because it's a slower slug when you're not doing one percent or less than that. And there's yeah. well, it's not even just the ads. It's uh, the the other models. Like, I don't think the ads are the most lucrative model. I think the paywall is the most lucrative model. Okay. So the like the cut the interview in half or the yeah. mysterious universe, yes. the THC, that model of you get more for your dollar. Like, a, yeah, we kind of do that with the black budget, but honestly, we're not that committed to it, which we never wanted to be. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing is like when you do that, then it becomes a lot more work. Um, and it's just like half your content now is just getting made for. Not subs- so many people, which doesn't seem yeah. like it's worth it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Some days. So not that you don't love the supporters, but it's like, well, how do you decide which guest is only worth the 1%? Yeah. You know? go. So by the way, you're only getting going out to 1% of the audience. Yeah. And who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah. the Instagram microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens if someone calls the phone that's streaming. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I'm on your Wi-Fi. Otherwise, this stream would be costing us hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's $1.50 for 10 megabytes. Oh, wow. On data once my package is over. Oh, wow. On that phone because it's... Uh, we got unlimited. So unlimited you Wi-Fi. Yeah. We could stream all night. Yeah. That's right. It's so, not going to happen, though. So you think that the, that the, the, like the Mysterious Universe model is the, is the most lucrative version of podcasting? Yeah, I, but I agree with you that like because Kyle and I's pod, the already idea for the podcast is it's an ongoing conversation. We're less guest heavy. We we do more deep dives into stuff, and so like if you listen, you can listen to our episodes basically from the beginning until now, and it's sort of an ongoing thing. We learn stuff as we go, and we keep talking about that new stuff, and those are added into the conversation. So you can kind of listen to them as a series. Um, and we were talking about this, and it's like if we had subscribed content that was like premium content that people didn't hear unless they subscribed to some sort of service and they paid us nine bucks a month or whatever, like a serious universe, then it would be hard as you keep going to remember what did we talk about in the, in the public show versus the the premium show. Mm-hmm. And you don't know, like, do I have to re-explain this to these public members? Cause we only did this on the premium as ver you know, so it, that, that model isn't going to work for us pretty much as far as I know. Yeah, well, I think that's not instead of making the audience the product, then you make yourself the product. Right, yeah. And then once you make yourself the product, I think you lose a lot of the community. That's right, yeah. So you lose that, which seems to come with the value for value model. 
Right. Yep. There's exactly. a community. Yeah. All the people I talk to, and I, I'm pretty plugged into the community, so I'm talking to people that are doing all the different models. And it seems like, without exception, the value for value model seems to come with this whole sense of community and helping out and artists are stepping up and yeah you know you guys i'll have... run the newsletter i'll do this i'll do that i mean honestly that's how we've kind of crossed paths right that's right that's right yeah. um it just sort of works out like that yeah which seems to be a thing with the value for value model and i think you can the next step to that is like so I don't want to be the product and I don't want to make the listeners the product. Yeah. So then it's like start. But I, and, and at the same time, we have these ideas like conferences and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So instead, we'll come up with these other products and we'll use right. the show as a platform to talk about them from time to time. Like, hey, we're doing these contact at the yeah. cabin event. Yeah. And uh, I mean, now we're sort of tiptoeing into audiobook production, yeah. which gives us ability to the stuff that we actually produce. Because we're gonna, tr the stuff we're actually producing that we have the rights to, now we can start dribbling that out because we're recording it all anyway and editing right. it all anyway. So now what happens is if you're a supporter of the show, and I'm, that's only the books that we can get the rights to because otherwise it's a copyright infringement if right, someone else yeah. has the publishing rights. <laughs> yeah. But we've worked, we're we're working at it in such a way that we're gonna end up with the publishing rights to a certain percentage of them, and those ones will get sort of dabbled out into the. So that's giving us extra content now to start giving to the yeah another product to the supporters yeah yeah and at the same time to the people who aren't supporters it's like hey you know go to the web page and here's a button where you can buy an audiobook and yeah. if you buy that audiobook it helps the show yeah that's really cool so one of the things I've thought about in terms of advertising is partnerships um, you know in such a way in other words like. I would be interested in having a partnership with a company that sells a product if that product is something that we use and that we love and that we want to share like dude these people make a good product like you got to you know if you're so like going, more like native ads yeah right that and then it's a it would be a company that we have a relationship with yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. and then we're saying hey guys to our community um, if you are in need of something like this, this is the company you should go with because it's actually a good thing. Yeah, and we use what it. we use. Yeah, I would be totally down to do that and then do promo codes like where if they did it, we get it sort of a commission for the sale. That would be cool. Yeah, I think um, we do a bit of that, but we just do it. We just do it. You know, if we find something like the Squatty Potty, everyone accused us of getting money from Squatty Potty. <laughs> Squatty Potty never gave me any money. <laughs> I just think it's an outstanding product. So we yeah, talk about and we 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 do that with uh, with Beyond Pod, which is the app that we use for podcasting. I'm yeah. just like, this is we love this if app. If you have an Android, this is the app. And I emailed them, and I was like, hey, we have a podcast. We promote your app, and so I was wondering if you guys could give us a promo code for our listeners to get a discount on your app if they come from our show they or whatever. No. And they were just like, we don't do that. Yeah. And I was like, you guys, they were, like, they were like, thank you so much, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, we tried to strike up a deal with them and they were just like, no. Yeah. Not happening. No. Yeah. But there are companies out there that will do that. Yeah. You know, they just have to be something that we use because we're not going to, we're not going to promote stuff that we don't know anything no. about. I don't use a squatty potty, so I yeah. put it in <laughs> Once you go squatty, you don't go back. That's it. <laughs> I mean, out in the woods, yeah, but there's no device that I need for it. Yeah. 
Well, you, it's just a, it helps you squat when you're not out in the woods. Oh, okay. So when you're on your toilet, oh, it goes yeah. around the toilet at the bottom, and when you're pooping, you put your legs up on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it mimics what you would have done before you had a toilet. Yeah, okay. Because sitting on the toilet's not like... Not the best position. Not the best position to empty your intestines. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here second, yeah. folks. <laughs> Same with Audible. Like, we talk about Audible all the time. And actually, there's an easy thing you can do to set up for Audible. To, you can do the Audible promo code thing pretty easy. Oh. But we just never... Never have. No. Yeah, people have asked it, because we, since we're always... You know why? Because fuck Amazon. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. an evil corp. That's, yes. So people, we get, we get both sides of that, because Kyle and I do book reports. And, of course, we're always like, you should go buy this book. And then people write us and say, hey... You should have one of those Amazon things where people can go to your Amazon site, buy the book through that, and you guys get a little bit of, you know, get a little bit of kickback yeah. from that. And then we get, and I read that email on the show, and then we get other emails from people like, Amazon is totally evil. Don't do that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. I think the best bet is just not to take any corporate blood money. Because <laughs> we, we had the Amazon affiliates and that, and we just kiboshed everything. It's okay. Like, no, I'm not helping Amazon. All right. No, no I do no use basis. Amazon products. Yeah. Because it seems unavoidable because right. of how they own everything. To invade everything, but <laughs> I don't they don't need my help promoting their shit. Okay. Yeah. Yep, we but we do know that small publisher, um, Inland Traditions. Yes. Inland or inner? Inner. Inner traditions, inner. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I'm good friends with uh the president. I think he's the president. John Hayes. Oh, okay, cool. I yeah. met him at the first paradigm. Right. First yeah. or the second paradigm. <clears throat> I met him at one of the paradigms. Right. And we had a great time. Cool. Do they yeah. send you guys books? Yeah, they send us books like crazy. Yeah. Yep. They They've been us sending books. us books for seven years. Nice. Because I had Stanley Krippner on in the very beginning. He was our third episode. And I had to go through Inner Traditions to have him on the show. Right. And ever yeah. since then, they started sending us books. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, yeah, they are really cool. Yeah. yeah, so I recommend them, and their their books are great. They publish great stuff. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We're actually we just got put on the list to start trying to do some audio books through them. Oh man, uh, that would be great. See, we yeah. need to do that too. I'll take all your yeah. biz. Yeah, <clears throat> all your biz. <laughs> Russ works cheap. <laughs> That's right. Four hundred bucks, guys. Yeah. What did they charge you? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten percent less 10% than Grime less America. America. Yeah. <laughs> Darren will start doing it for free. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll be paying them. Then I'll be paying yeah. them to do it. Yeah. yeah. Capitalism at work. Man. Uh. Yeah. So um, I listened to you guys during the paradigm years. I remember that you guys talking about going and. Uh, didn't you actually try to go there and do live podcasting at the second one? We did it at, yeah, because I went to two. So at yeah. the second one, we did some live podcasts. Yeah, we rented yeah. a bunch of gear, yep. set up a booth, did a bunch of interviews. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. Cost a fortune. Right. <laughs> but, you know, in retrospect, it cost a bit of money. Yeah. But it would have been easier to do these days with supporters and stuff like that. Back then we didn't have any supporters. Yeah. Okay. So everything was out of pocket. Right. So mostly on Graham's credit card. <laughs> the guy who didn't want to do any podcast. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Paid for it all. <laughs> yeah. It took us years to pay back, to pay back Graham. Yeah. Graham's credit card. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cause you guys didn't start. Cause like, since we're musicians, we have all this equipment already. So yeah. We acquired we... everything from. Yeah. 
when we when we decided to start the podcast, I basically all I had to do was come down here, sit down in the cube, and start talking about pyramids. Yeah, like, it was already all here, and Kyle already knew how to do everything because he's recording. First few shows we did would have been off headsets. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. 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 And then and you guys had to do it in separate st- places because yeah. you didn't know how to connect yeah, two exactly. mics to Skype. <laughs> and then we slowly started getting the equipment, this and that. Once we got a mixer, we could do two mics. Yeah. And then, and then it just becomes a monster. We're yeah. just like gear acquisition syndrome. Yeah. Yep. You start looking at all the gear and you're. Yeah. And then it's like now it's like, well, it's, you know, because all the stuff I bought was bare right. base model, you know, the cheapest <clears throat> I could get. Now yeah. it's like, well, you know, those compressors are nice. So those <laughs> new yeah. EQ, a new, you know, but do you really need it for a podcast? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on your style. Like I'd like to has. mobilize it more, I think, if anything. Right. Yeah. I'd like to make it more, e- I'd like to make it easier to go on the road. Yeah. We do have a mobile version of our equipment. It's we, not bad. I, it's it's, a, not it's too one bad. suitcase. Nice. Yeah. Right. And, and then, of course, like, we need a monitor. That's the only thing. But, but like, I had contacted the cabin. They had a nice flat screen TV, so we just plugged into that. Yeah. That's what we need is a nice go bag that yeah. can just be like, boom, where you don't have to take all your mics and everything else. Everything's ready to go. I just got that little adapter finally so I can hook the GoPro up to my laptop. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because, see, like but you guys are doing video. video. You guys do live video and stuff. We're, we're, most, yeah. we're just an audio podcast. Yeah. And not live. And, and not, not live. live. Yeah. And with very, pretty much zero interest in doing We live. should just go back to do that. that. Yeah. We should just I stop. think you guys shut it off. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> shut it down. Get out of here. I think, uh, you ought to try it for a couple of months, not streaming. You know, and then maybe, I don't know, all your listeners are going to hate me now. They're going to start <laughs> flaming me in the chats. <laughs> I think uh, I, I I think we've come too far now. Well, yeah, I mean, you you guys have people that expect it, so yeah, you, better, you know, you're trapped. Just keep going. I mean, YouTube's a nice search algorithm to be in for as long as you can be there. We're gonna get kicked out eventually, I'm sure. I think so. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. All that takes is one person to complain. Too alt right. Didn't they just pass a <laughs> uh, some new thing where it's like if you if you offend somebody, they have the right to ban you? Other people? Oh, they've. Uh, we're going with policing ourselves. Yeah. That's not going to go well. No, it's not going to go well. Too many people get too butthurt too easy. Yeah. It's a real shame. Yep. So have you had have you had problems with that? Have you gotten really, really irate people getting trying to get an t- email on you guys with content of shows? How do you handle that kind of stuff? No, we don't. I just ignore it. Yeah. There's always a little bit of it. Yeah. I mean, right now we're, I'm, there's some blowback from the sugar app because Buddy said that sugar was fine. <laughs> You're calling it the sugar app now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even about sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Couple com- That's right. It's not even about sugar. Right. But that's, but that's what every all, that's... fucking comment yeah. and everything else is about Buddy's two throwaway lines about sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's that uh, the Trump stuff got pretty heated for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, for a, uh, you for guys... a while there, the Trump stuff came. The Trump stuff came to a head. Yeah, where there was people that had been listening to the show for a long time that that bailed, that bailed or yeah. got upset or you know it fractured even relationships within the community. Yeah, yeah. You guys also get on guests that have very controversial views, even not in politics, like the the vaccine stuff. The, I mean, you guys get on there. I mean, you had a flat earther on there. Like you guys get. Con- <laughs> you guys get controversial guests so that 
inevitably results in controversy with your listeners. You're going to make uh, or the guests are going to upset people. So I just wonder, like, how do do you have you know, do you have listeners that mostly can discriminate between the podcast and its views as opposed to the guests you're getting on? Just because you get a flat earther on doesn't necessarily mean you're promoting flat earth. Like, I think for the most part, we've got a pretty solid community. Yeah. Yeah. And we're both pretty good at just. Graham gets a little alt right. <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Um, yeah, we were going to call him, but he's not in the studio yet. It's. I think. I don't know if I think that's kind of where we're. We. That's the direction we ended up in because we didn't ever. We didn't ever have really a plan. We didn't ever. You know, we were beating. We we're going to do paranormal or this or that, but we just left it at casual conversations, mm-hmm. often on the fringe. And kind of left with that, so it's open to talk to whoever we want, you know, yeah. from musicians to everything else. And it just seems like those controversial conversations right now maybe are the more most important ones. Oh, yeah. It's I totally like agree with that. Getting people to be able to come around and talk about stuff and, you know, not have everyone get fucking triggered right away. Right. Because you don't know shit. Everybody listening. You know right. some stuff. But ultimately, you don't know shit. Yeah. I don't know shit. These guys don't know shit. That's right. Everything that you think you know is probably going to be proved wrong in 100 years. So just fucking get over it. Yeah. Honestly, get over yourself. And then once you get past that. It's not hard to have a conversation. It gets easier yeah. to have a conversation. Because it's like, stuff. yeah, okay, this sounds crazy. But I mean, he, my I shit know. probably sounds crazy to him. Yeah. And it's probably something even crazier. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we agree with that. We have a, I mean, we have a saying here that we're ninety nine point five percent wrong on everything we say, and uh, you know, all we have is certificates of ignorance, no degrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you look at like what's coming out with the Randall stuff right now that we're kind of, you know, we're always talking yeah. to Randall. You guys are doing the podcast with them. It's like we're at the precipice of that stuff coming to the front, and it's like, right. you know, we're about to be proven wrong again. And you know what? <laughs> Randall probably doesn't have it all figured out either, and then his research is going to get built on, and in another hundred years, going to be like, oh, well, it was this too, or, you know, yeah, or yeah. That, you know, it's just all these little <clears throat> bits and pieces. But, I mean, ultimately, I think we're pretty um, – I don't think we know a whole lot. I agree about with that. Anything. It's like, yep. you know, this is still all just empty space, and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, we were having the simulation conversation last night at dinner. <laughs> He's like, this table isn't real. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's <right>. Magnets. <laughs> How do they work? <laughs> it's a weird thing when you start looking at the nature of reality. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so none of this shit's actually here. Yeah. But. Yeah, we got a, it all figured out. It's just a bunch out. of vibrations of different <laughs> yeah. frequencies. It's man. all just energy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, you know, maybe Bill Hicks is right, and we're just the universe experiencing itself. Yep, subjectively. That could be it. It could be it. We're all a piece of God. Yeah, experiencing itself. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the only way it could do it, and yeah. that's why when you eat a bunch of psychedelics and shit, you feel those profound feelings of oneness. Yeah, because you right. are all one. Yep. You're more connected to stuff than it seems like when you're not in that state of mind. We're more like ants than we think. Well, I don't know about that. I think so, man. <laughs> like when I fucking drive into work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. see fucking taillights for miles. You yeah. see the traffic in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> then they all go down their little hole in the parkade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that 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 is true. The uh, the, the way that civilization is working has has made certain things ant-like. Mm-hmm. So sure. is that like human nature? Is it more like a, because the ants, I think, 
I think it's pretty apparent that ants, I mean, I don't know if ants have individual consciousness. Maybe they do. Yeah. I don't know how their whole society is structured. Like, is it set up sort of they like They definitely ours? have a weird remote way of communicating with the and queen. they're doing this and yeah. they're doing that. Like, they're making all this crazy, intricate shit. So are we. Yeah. And then it all seems to be pushed forward for the greater good, air quotes. So, like, the right. internet is our queen. <laughs> and it's telling all of us trolls what our to do. Our queen's money. Yeah. Well, yeah, money, money is... I money guess is a value. Our money is pro- prices. Yeah, I think prices we've tell like you what made to do. money a god, and that's kind of part of the problem. Yeah, well, money is a representation of value, basically. So value is what the is the god. It's mm-hmm. it's the it's you know the more value you can accumulate, what in whatever form, if it's stuff, if it's cash, you know. That's See, what we switch that to for. love. That's why they call it liquid. Cash is just a. Well, then if you just love cash, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I do love cash. <laughs> <laughs> America.ca slash support. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So wait, let's let's go back to um, so community. Um, you you get into controversial topics. You you run the risk of losing some of your community. So what in retrospect would you say? Would you recommend staying away from those controversial topics, or do you think it's worth taking the plunge and 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 going through some of that stuff? Uh, I guess it depends what you want. I'm asking you. I For me, it doesn't matter because it's not about the money. It's just about the conversations. Yeah. About, but but you do, but you appreciate the community as well. Yeah, I do. So if the community can't, if you can't handle the conversations, then that's kind of a self-fucking... Yeah. It's a self-regulating community. Okay, gotcha. The community needs to have a certain level of fucking acceptance and uh, non-judgmentalness and open-mindedness and a certain amount of tolerance. Not in the shitty fucking PC tolerance. Right. But actual tolerance. Like actual real tolerance of other opinions that might be drastically different than yours. Yeah. Ability to listen to those opinions without getting triggered. Because if you can't, even if you agree with me... On all of my personal politics, but you can't handle Russ's idea and it triggers you and you got to call Russ a name. Yeah. Then I don't want you in the community. Right. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. And That's good. you it's don't good. have to write that down. It just takes care it of itself. It happens. Yeah. It's yeah. So you hear that, folks? If you're going to get mad at Russ, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyone who calls me names are assholes. <laughs> you know. So. It, you got to have that if you it's yeah, I don't know. It's hard to lose that thing that you might you think you know stuff. It is hard. Yeah. But you got to get rid of that. I go through phases of it. Like there are certain times when I've been like, oh, my God, I don't know anything. And then because of that paradigm shift, it leads me down new channels of exploration. And, and then you're and like study and then discovery. And I start figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, actually, bro, it's this way because I'm woke. Yeah. yeah. And then like eventually, boom, <laughs> yeah. that gets oh, destroyed. Oh, wow. I was <laughs> yeah. actually asleep the whole time. Yeah. And after yeah. you do that a couple of times and then you kind of come to that thing that you don't know fuck all. Right. But I still think it's it's I think it's no matter what, I, I kind of think it's probably going to remain cyclical, like without. It's just like anything without practice, without the constant reminder. You, you know, know what the biggest problem is? Politics. Is right now politics has become pop culture 
Yeah. And it's fucking seeping its way into everything. Yeah, everything Every is Every part of the culture yep. has fucking absorbed politics. I agree with that. And that's the biggest problem in the community. That's the one thing that sometimes I worry that could fucking get the community to fucking fracture. Yeah. Is political fucking bullshit. And that's why it's hard for me sometimes to think it's not by design. Because how can yeah. we fracture the most intimate fucking relationships with yeah. fucking Divide politics? and conquer. I mean, yeah, you're dividing fucking marriages right now with politics in North America. You're dividing yep. fucking businesses. You're dividing fucking our little communities, our little close-knit online communities that seemed, you know, like they could, like they were impermeable. Yeah, they to, could weather the storm. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, fucking... Yeah. When it comes to election season, look the fuck out because, you know, all the people who never gave a fuck about politics 10 years ago are all in. Why why are you dropping so many F-bombs, Yeah, take take it easy on the (laughs) F-bombs. I get passionate. (laughs) We're just doing our gram in person. Yeah, easy on the F-bombs, bro. Yeah, take it easy on the F-bombs. He gets pretty (laughs) F-bombs. He does. When when he gets riled up, he starts dropping them, yeah. (laughs) No, but that's, that's, I think you're right, so... Probably not. Uh, (laughs) I agree. So we have a rule, basically, with our podcast. We try to stay out of politics as much as possible. Uh, That's not really why we started our podcast. Our podcast is about ancient mysteries. Now, there is politics involved because, like you said, it's infecting everything. There's politics involved, especially when you start talking about more recent ancient mysteries. Uh, You know, and, and like various movements and peoples can get political for some people because they start thinking about racial problems and stuff like that but for the most part we try to keep politics out of our podcast as much as possible because you know i want people because it does trigger people you mm-hmm. know if, if yeah if the politics i'm talking are on the wrong side very like compared to some listener they may stop listening and i don't want that i'm not here to like polarize that but like i think that ancient mystery is talking about pyramids looking at what happened with human origins and even further back, you know, just like earth history, like geology, stuff Randall talks about. For the most part, people from both sides or all sides of the political spectrum can come and be interested in that. And I experienced that a lot when I was before the podcast, I was doing this online and I noticed that there were a whole lot of people that weren't that did not have the same politics that I did. Right. And so I just always kept was careful to keep my politics out of anything I was saying because, having to do with this kind of this other kind of stuff because right? I'm talking to them about this kind of stuff yeah. and I don't care what side of the politics they're on I want to talk to them about this kind of stuff and I don't want to start up some animosity that will like that will hinder that conversation from happening mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of been our policy with the podcast the whole time is like we're here to talk about pyramids <clears throat> I disagreed at first he he wanted he just was like looks we're just not going to do this and I'm like really like this is a main this Politics was a major part of our ongoing discussions all the time. Yeah. So we were always talking about ancient civilizations and politics together. Yeah. And so when I was thinking we were starting the podcast, I'm like, this is what we're going to do, right? Oh, you guys would be so alt-right by now. Oh, my God. Yeah. We would. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably but- have a billion listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he was right I, because because it's true it's that divisive. Yeah. We don't want to alienate people because of this other stuff that's actually not important to what to the main 
But you see, it's weird because you wonder if that's a new problem then, because, you know, the, the age old saying is you're not even so, you know, you don't talk about politics. Right. Or Keep, religion. Yeah. Or, yeah. And it's like, so it's like we we're that fucking fragile. I know that we just can't talk about disagreements or we end up killing each other. Yeah. I, I wish it wasn't this way, but I've just I've seen it. Because you can't come to real solutions without having those conversations. That's right. I mean, that's yeah. the ultimate thing. And I don't think they want real solutions. That's why I've ultimately come to the decision that they're all a bunch of fascists. And it's all just the entertainment wing of the military industrial complex. And yeah. that's all politics are, is to keep us fucking distracted while yeah. they do whatever they want. And the left that's... and the right and the middle are all the same. Right. It's a... In, in a large in large part, it's all a big show. It's kabuki theater. You look at it. We've been arguing about the same social bullshit yeah. for the last 60 years. Yeah. And how many leftists have been in the White House? But then they get in the White House and they don't do any of the social stuff they said they were going to do. Yeah. They just keep bombing places and maybe, you know, throw some regulation in here and there. And then. Yep. The next and then the other side comes in and, do, and does the same stuff. And it's just like, yeah, and if you look at <laughs> yeah. the overarching thing, it's a little bit like it looks. So if you zoom in real close, it looks like it's going. Yeah. It looks but like if you zoom right. out, it's, a straight it's line. going up while it's doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it's always just marching towards that global right. corporatism, I guess, would be the new word for it. Yeah. I mean, they're spinning fascism into corporatism, so it doesn't seem like such a dirty word. All right, Stash, pause it. <laughs> uh, think about well, fishing for a little bit. Just to take have long a, for me and your dad to start have a, going off. <laughs> have, a, have, have some tea yeah. and then uh, come back. <laughs> yeah, so right after I get it done explaining to Darren that we don't do politics, he's like, well, politics, 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 <laughs> politics, and you guys are all fucking wrong. <laughs> They're all fascists. We're fascists, though, too. I mean, we're part, we're part of it, I guess. It's our dollars they're doing it with. Yeah. But if you don't pay tax, and they throw you in jail. So it's like this weird conundrum. Yep, it is. It is a that is authoritarian in aspect, right there. Yeah. yeah. So it is. A, it's an inescapable thing. And so the podcast being an entertainment show, it provides somewhat of escape an escape from that. From that, because yeah. you just can't escape it. So why should we? That seems I just, new, though, right? I feel like ten years ago you could escape it, or was I just still plugged into the matrix? Uh, I don't like know. I wonder like you look at the shows I don't, now I don't like, think you could I can't even watch the movie and sh movies and shit there are days. people that are right I agree with like, that was They're... it like that 20 years ago and I just wasn't on to yes. it like it makes you want to watch some of those like what, what what kind of movies were coming out when Bill Clinton was in office or you know like yeah yeah or leading up to 9-11 what, what was coming out yeah I don't know I mean it's always been there especially <laughs> in the pop culture you know because pop culture people that you can see it they're always commenting on politics mm-hmm you know, and I just I, I don't know how to I don't know. I don't know. But the, so we're trying to not do that, basically, because that's not what we're here for. Um, just get away from the programming, man. Like, yeah. that's what the TV has been just like mind controlling us for so long. Yeah. I don't need my podcast to be mind controlling people into more of that. Right. Whether it's left or right or socialist or yeah, you guys are you guys are definitely not a mind mind control podcast. Like I've been listening for years and there's no mind control happening. If anything, it's a Grand little culty. Great. Grand America is great. If anything, America it's a little culty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, culty. Graham's a leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for us, um, Kyle and I pay a lot of attention to politics, which actually helps us keep politics out of the discussions because you got to know. What to not talk about, you know, and if we didn't pay attention, then we, then a bunch of political stuff would probably slip into the conversation because you just don't know that it's po political, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, but I think that uh, that 
number one, it's great to get like we've been having these conversations about pyramids and ancient stuff for years. And it's great to get down here and just do that and just shut that that whole world out of the of the conversation for for a couple of hours, you know. And to be able to focus on that is is fantastic for me. Like I, I agree that it's not only is it an escape for the listeners because they can go listen to something that has no politics in it. If Darren would stop talking about politics, this could happen. <laughs> but that we can also do it. <laughs> yeah, but my politics are different because I think it's us against the government. I I agree with as that a, as opposed to one which side, side of the, the government against right, right, right. the other yeah, side. Yeah. I, my thing is that the government's not on probably doesn't have your best interest in her. But at the same time, I can get on board with because I then I was a libertarian for a while. Yeah. But as, then I talked to my buddy Matheson and he's like, yeah, but then you want just you want Amazon running rimshot on this motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. I don't. You're afraid that you're afraid that like tiny government would result in giant corporatism. Basically. Yeah. And then he's like, so he's like what you and, and then I can come along more to that is what you need is a government that's an actual representation of the people which never happens like it's supposed to be you it's supposed to be us yeah. so why are we scared of us because it's come this giant bureaucracy yeah right I don't know how you fix that but you I don't, don't know want, how to fix it either yeah. I don't want oil companies dumping oil into the rivers and shit either you know I don't yeah. I want there to be repercussions well it's like yeah one want, of the one of the examples we use is mud flaps like you want drivers to have mud flaps so you got to have yours too. It doesn't help you at all for you to have mud flaps, but yeah. it helps you for everyone else to have mud yeah, flaps. Yes, exactly. So yes. you're not getting rocks thrown at your right. windshield. So mud flaps are a thing that that has no personal benefit for you to own, mm-hmm. but it has a great personal benefit for everyone else to have. Yeah. So this is one of the reasons why you need like rules. A community, a community that's going to agree on a rule. Like, <laughs> we're all going to get mud flaps. Even yeah, though none, just yeah. because people are so fallible. Like, you yeah, know, that's yeah. like kind of my argument that all the isms are fucked until we start making proper people again. And maybe we never made proper people, but I'd like to think that. How do you make proper people? Uh, well, I think like how you, you raise don't them. know how to make proper people. <laughs> it's tell just on how you raise them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think we, I don't think we raise our, our, I don't think we're raising our kids or. Well, we're giving them to the, the government to raise for eight yeah, hours a day. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, Jesus. we've got this weird public we're not school supposed to be system. Doing this, guys. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about politics. So, pyramids are hard. Um, so, it doesn't work, right? Capitalism, socialism, <laughs> communism, all of them end up fucked up because people are trying to get over on each other because there's this weird individual individualism that's built in. Yeah. That isn't for the greater good. Like, you know. I don't know when that happened. Yeah. But I feel like it wasn't like that when we were building pyramids. I th- it's uh, that's I think we don't know. Yeah, I think we don't know. Do it's think, hard to say. I think it, that might be We can look nature. back. One thing we can say is we can look back throughout history. You we think can, it was all taxes and the one Egyptian sitting in the back like, these motherfuckers wasting my tax money in the stupid <laughs> fucking pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we wasting money on pyramids when we got so much stuff we could solve in our community, guys? Yeah. I mean, could it's the same argument. Because it could be that you're just, you know, seeing grass greener on the other side. Right. That's like, you know, they were all just, oh, let's build a pyramid. Right. We don't Maybe have enough weren't. information to say that they didn't have the same problems back then as we do now. It's just hard to right. tell. Mm-hmm. Right. But it is, um, to me, it's an important thing to, to um, study human nature, to look at... Uh, our ancient past and try to understand as much about it as we can, because I do think learning from ancient civilizations will help us 
in modern times. Fuck yeah. yeah. You got to have a, perspe- a perspective. Uh, yeah. And you got to love. And if it turns loved. out, if it turns out that human nature has been exactly the same all throughout our existence. Yeah. Then that is a very valuable thing to learn. It is. Do you think because human will, nature is nature? I do. Yeah. I don't. I, so you don't think I'm one of those people nurture? that's one of I'm one of those people that because baboons are fucked. So, you know, if you come from monkeys, it's not looking good. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. right? Well, now. like, have you ever seen like those baboons fucking fuck shit up, man? They go out, rip each other apart. Yes. You know, you're yeah. the wrong baboon in the horse, wrong yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. But then if you're those other little monkeys that just like fucking they seem pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I forget the what are they? The bonibos or whatever. Yeah, so you're te- you're talking about like violent tendencies in various different types of mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, because nature's love a motherfucker. Violence, yeah. So there's both arguments, right? Can, yeah. Nurture might not be able to overtake nature. Like I follow this one Twitter account. Nature is scary. You know, I just watched a video last night. Unfortunately, I didn't mean to, but I just opened up the Twitter feed after I crawled into bed. Yeah. And uh, I opened up, and it's a mama stork just throwing one of her babies out of the nest. Right. Yeah. Nature is. I mean, we 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 have this joke that like in nature everything is eating everything else. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it's just data. My point is is that when we study nature and when we study human human nature, the point is don't be biased about the collection of that data. Just no, look at it for what it is, and that is going to help us understand how to deal with ourselves. In this natural world, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, and just be kind to each other. That's right. It's good. Yeah. Fuck it's good. yeah. I have Should we to listen go. To your voicemail now. Let's listen to your voicemail oh, okay. before you go. Yeah, yeah. When so you're going? What about the gun shooting? We're going gun shooting as soon as you're but, done. But my my wife's leaving and she's leaving our boy here, so I've got oh, to go right. grab him. Right. Yeah. Don't you? That's no, just do... bonus episode. It's good. Don't you have to go do the clickers? Yeah, but not right this minute. Not yet. I don't know if I still remember the voicemail password. <laughs> Password. Uh, Doc's in your password. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no messages. Main menu. Kyle, your For messages are Press four. To disconnect, press star. You deleted my messages? You deleted his message. I did not delete your messages. Maybe the phone was broken for too long. How long ago did you leave them? Right after um, you published the episode where you mentioned about um, ping pong. Oh. I was like, uh-uh. Because the phone was never going to lose. <laughs> Are we still playing ping pong? Yeah, we can do. We're it. gonna try. Yeah, it's gonna pretty try. windy. We got a we got a busy schedule. Yeah. It says there's a voicemail. Hmm. There is. There should be two. Enter your password. People are gonna be checking all the voicemails. Someone else <laughs> deleted them because I doxed my password uh, last time. <laughs> no, none. Oh no, well. No voicemail. Sorry, Kyle. Yeah. Should we wrap this motherfucker yeah, up? Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, check out the <laughs> Grimerica podcast. What's the website? Tell everybody how they can find it. Grimerica.ca. If you just type Grimerica into Google, that will be the first, like, 10 pages. Yeah. All right. That's with a G-R-I. You guys have 400 shows. You interview all kinds of people from all walks of life and ideas. Now we do the conferences and everything. That's right. Yeah. So, let's talk about that because, I mean, I wanted to mention that one of the things you started to do was this contact at the cabin stuff. Right. Yeah. And you guys were going with that, and then you decided to really go all out on one with Randall. Yeah. And we signed up for that and made it a total success. 
That's right. You know, in, in retrospect, if you guys wouldn't have been there, there was a real chance it could have fallen apart. You know, like it, yeah. the way everything turned out in the yeah. end. We all we all worked. We it came was pretty together. Precarious. You yeah, know, it yeah. was for reasons we won't get into here. The yeah. whole, it was a house of cards. It was, and it managed to all. You know, they managed down. to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, we're all trying to run this conference. None of us have actually met each other. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing it in a fucking state that's, you know, a thousand miles away from, from, from everybody. everybody. <laughs> and uh, we managed to pull it off. Yeah. So that makes, it makes things like the Scablands seem a lot more achievable where I've been there a couple of times. Yep. Will this be your first time there? Yeah. But oh. I'm not worried because you guys have been there and Brad and Randall, of I've course, been have been there times. many, many times. Yeah. And it's, that's like, that's his place. Yeah. You know, he knows the Scablands. You got to get comfy there because you know we're going to be going there for the next decade probably once, oh, yeah. once or twice a year. I am all in. So, And, then, and that's uh, what's great about it is like you guys started this and Kyle and I have been – one of the goals, one of the long-term goals we have for this podcast is we call it you know straight to pyramids. We want to go out into the field and see these places we're talking about. So going to, to Pagosa and actually going to see those – ancient ruins yeah we were like dude this is it you know and then you got and then you guys were like hey stay the entire week uh help us do all the stuff and we're like we're all in and it turned out so well that we're like okay let's keep doing these and now it's like a joint effort and uh and so we're setting up the we're going with we're going in april with matheson which is going to be fantastic yeah uh, sold the fuck out yeah sold out i and, kept opening up as much space as i could <laughs> i know now well, i've got new concerns that there's too many of us Oh, yeah. Well, it'll be fine. Because there's going to be 60 of us now descending on those parks. Oh, uh, well, it'll be fine. Oh, it'll be a blast. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, it'll be like herding snakes. And Grimera, Grimera snakes. Grimera snakes. <laughs> and then I, we left. So I've stopped announcing the September 21st one. Yeah. Uh, we're calling that sold out so the Cosmographia audience can catch up. Because yeah. I think we're down to like four spots or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll be ready to start. I mean, that's part of the reason I'm down here. Yep. Is so that later tonight we can get down and start cracking the books on 2021 and 2022 and what that's all that's right. going to look gonna like. We're going to have a team meeting on future future events. So they're not stopping anytime soon. Nope. But they sell out fast. So They do. It, I, I, we were really surprised because the Scabland trips, because of the nature of the way we're setting it up and what Randall wants to do, it was a little more expensive. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, just... It was gone. gone. Like, it's just gone. So it's, uh, I mean, it, it, it gives you hope. And, of course, I, we know this model works because you have people like, you know, David Hatcher Childress, uh, uh, Brian Forrester that do this. They take people on these tours and people pay four, six, eight thousand dollars $8,000 to go to, uh, around the world for a week or two where, the, where the, the tour people set up everything. So once you pay your money and you get there, everything's handled. Yeah. So we know that people will do this. It was just, can we do it and have people come and it's it's it seems to be working so far so good so contact far, so at good. the cabin.com there you go all right there you go all right Kyle, we're closing it out we're out of here yeah rock and roll rock so and roll outro music snakebros.support <laughs> <laughs> that's right join the pyramid scheme help us go straight to pyramids check out the website brothersandserpent.com you guys know all this stuff thank you so much turn the pyramid on its side and make a rocket ship <laughs> Oh, we got a bunch of...